Dude, I don't know if I'm worthy to be sitting here talking to talking to Mr. Grand Finals Annie Major. It's got, it's got, it's got some big boy star power over here. Miss Mr. Uh, yes. Bedazzled Avatar Aang Grand Finals Annie Major Cap himself. Uh, I don't know how many Grand Finals I've actually done of Valve events. Not very many. This was an inside job, right? Kyle booked himself when you were just along for the ride. Um... A little bit. To be honest, I actually don't. I don't like doing finals. It's uh, I mean, and like the, the casting the game, the game itself, because it's usually the best teams, is hype. Uh, but everything surrounding it, I don't actually like. There's um, there's added pressure on the match. There's uh stuff you have to do after, like there's special set of instructions about how to be able to close it out once a team wins a series. It's uh, I I don't know. Normally, I would much prefer just to be able to watch. I would much prefer to do a lower bracket final and just be able to hang out and watch the finals. Um, it is cool, of course, to to have the privilege of being able to do finals and stuff like that. But it's not something that I like actually seek out because eh, it's just added stress to be honest that's actually super interesting i that's actually su- i i i wish i had more to dive into that aside from going oh you know that does make sense that is interesting uh i guess when you don't have anything to happen after the grand finals and you just like cut the stream off there's less stuff for you to do um yeah, there's a every single honestly production of the last little bit of um, it's it's always a toss up. Ramping up the grand finals is always it's just a grab bag of production errors. So you never really know what you're gonna get. Uh, this time around, the animator uh, accidentally closed the show instead of doing a winner's interview. So fortunately, that bit of production error didn't fall on my side of things. My side of things was very simple, uh, even though I was slightly, very slightly panicking because I didn't know exactly when they wanted me to toss. Uh, but then, you know, I just found a way. Rich was coming on, and so it was very, very easy. Uh, so the production fucked up uh, when Rich was on instead of me so he had to fill and then close out the show without doing a winner's interview because there was a big miscommunication slash production fuck up can i talk about how big of a bummer it is that they basically made a perfect event yeah or something like close to it but the fact that they did get some flack because the ending was a bit bumbled that's, that's such yeah. a bummer, because I, I don't think they should get a pass for, like, making a mistake at the end. Like, sure, that's, like, you know, fair play, fair criticism, right? Like, they could have done something better. But it's a bummer that that's the note that's, like, left on your palate. It's like you just had beautiful yeah. ice cream, and then at the bottom there's, like, just, just a little tiny, like, gnat in at, at the bottom yeah. of your ice cream cone. And it's like, oh, well, that sucks. It shouldn't ruin the rest of the ice cream you enjoyed, but it seems like people uh, were quick to, to complain about, oh... Why did we spend all the money on fireworks? But I couldn't hear hear the team talk. I wanted to hear Zhao Eight. Um, yeah, it didn't help that it was a Chinese team winning. So naturally, it just looks a little bit more awkward because dude. you know then people are left with a thought: 
Well, if it was a Western team, would they have done a a, a winner's interview? The truth is there was a, a plan to do a winner's interview. And for whatever reason, there was a communication fuck up. And uh, and Rich was told to uh, close out the show. No interview, even though the rest of like the rest of like we play management was under the assumption that there was going to be a winner's interview. Oopsie doopsie. Uh, yeah, it was just, you know, one of those things. I think in some ways they, like, somebody panicked or something. They started the fireworks. That happens. That's supposed to be roll credits and stuff like that. And they still could have gone back and done the winner's interview. But, you know, that it's kind of awkward and stuff. And so I think somebody just kind of panicked and said, all right, we're closing out the show. So I know that uh, trophy lifts yeah. at esports events are just generally a very memeable event. And throughout history, throughout games, mm-hmm. they've been... Um, I think a lot of them have been suboptimal and muted and a little bit awkward. I think it's a good use for them. It's been a while since I've seen one that made me as uncomfortable as LGD did. <laughs> it, it, has been, it has been a while since I've had one that made me just go, ooh, this is, this is what the word cringe was meant for. Not like, oh, I don't really like this. It's cringe. But like, ooh, I feel uncomfortable watching it. Because those homies did not know what to do. And maybe they didn't yeah. get direction. Maybe they weren't excited. Hopefully they were a little excited. They fucking they fucking won the major, right? But like uh, LGD just fucking bumbles their way up to center stage, gets to the trophy, and then there's no like lift and be excited. There's no like cheering. There's there's barely even any smiles. And maybe that's a cultural thing. Maybe it's a little bit muted. There was no excitement. And then they're just filming them standing there like inspecting the trophy and they're like wow guys this is like really good craftsmanship look at the what's design inside on the side. yeah like huh what is what is this thing huh they made it the, and then they're like not even like passing it around to other people it, it it was it was grade a prime awkward um yeah great content <laughs> Yeah, and then it, like if you were to listen to the broadcast with really really keen ears, you could tell that Rich is filling mm-hmm. uh, because they, he's not sure what's going on, and so I think he did a very good job. I was listening to it in the act, and I could I could tell, but I thought it was very very subtle. I was like I could tell he was filling, but I did think uh, he did a very good job of that, about the best job as you could ask for, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it was funny because, like, he was on camera and then I think was, like, told to get the fuck off camera. So, like, he slides yes, to the side. Yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then we just hear his, 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 his like, ambivalent voice. Um, yeah. It was, and, 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 like, it sucks that even I'm talking about this right now because it, I, I know why I'm talking about this. I am talking about this because as someone who talks about things for other people's entertainment, it is so much easier to tear something down than it is to just talk about good benign quality stuff we can sit here and sing the praises of all the things that we play did right and talk about it ad nauseum but it is so much easier to try and be entertaining i think at least for myself someone who is objectively a hack when you have to when you can be like oh well let's just make fun of how how weird the team looked holding the trophy up right um but but we, we could sit here and, and, and talk about like the last week was great. The main stage was was great. 
the mm-hmm. the screen, the camera on wires, the 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 lights, the ramen bar set, the 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 three panel meta that was going on, the relationship. I think the 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 Jenkins Effie uh, tsunami situation was really strong. Um, Mostly because I think Effie works best when there is someone who doesn't talk over her, um, and they gave her a lot of space, which was great. Um, uh, They're also goofballs, and so she's able to play. Mm-hmm. It brings out her personality more. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that, that. That was great. The 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 ramen bar. They had seven cameras on that set to cut between. Yeah, yeah, no, they did a they did a very good job. They were um, so the production um, did they have seven cameras? I I I am guessing. I know there was two behind, one on the desk, and an over the shoulder, and one that was a single on shaver. I think I counted at least five. Yeah, I think um, I think there was definitely some some moving cameras at some point in time. So, for example, the crane shot, uh, they actually would pull the crane and it would go around the ramen shop and towards the back end where that over the shoulder shot was. And then they would use the the crane to be able to get uh, a secondary like angles uh, in that area. Um, but, yeah, that was it was uh, a lot and it was very well done. They and improved stuff in broadcast. Job too like they did like um when i saw day one my my stupid production brain who can't be happy with anything was like well i really think the town at the ramen shop are just underlit and i understand that they're going for a moody vibe but ultimately i think that there should be more light on the faces of the talent um and 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 then i'm like joey you're fucking insufferable why can't you just enjoy (laughs) anything and then I, I i was saying the same thing i was like the lighting in this is really bad um I actually I actually uh I, I, I talked to one of the WePlay producers on, on Twitter and I asked if it was intentional. Um and it was intentional, but they also added more lights. So <laughs> um The stools bar were also too short. The entire bar was too high. That was also a problem. We kept on asking for taller stools, but uh I'm not sure if we ever got them. I think that that like made the camera look a little funny, and I think that it did fit the aesthetic of what they were going for. But I think on camera, even if you were like four inches higher, which may put have been like an uncomfortable seating height relative to the bar, but it would have been better for camera. Um, mm. <laughs> it was just fun to see Shiver look giant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was just lording down over her panelists. Um, yeah the 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 event was. I mean. Kind of, I I appreciate the event was was running with like long days because it made it easier for me to watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. That might have been yeah, less that fun was for that you. was something that they definitely got feedback from uh, the talent. Like guys, you really gotta speed things up. We are spending way too much time between games and between series, and uh, I think that Did got a little bit like better that? towards the end. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I hear I hear sometimes what teams have to say, um, but you know, uh, to be honest, I, I don't really care. <laughs> like they know the rules. It's fifteen minutes between games, so make that happen. It's fifteen minutes between games. Um, I think in some ways we play try to make like too many people happy. Um, 
I, I think, and that was definitely, I think, a consistent problem was that, oh, so an example of that, like everybody, everybody had something to say about the whole, uh, why did Vici Gaming have to play games back to back? Why wasn't the upper bracket final um, there to be able to give the teams the break? Well, apparently the teams preferred that because otherwise it means one of the teams had to play first and last, right? If you have the upper bracket final to give the second series a break, mm-hmm. so they pretty much asked the teams, which would you guys prefer? You potentially have to play first and last, or you potentially have to play two games in a row. And the teams said they would rather play two games in a row. So that's that's why the schedule was the way it was, um, which was a little abnormal. You don't usually do the upper bracket finals as the very last series of the day. Um, but teams preferred it that way so but everybody yeah. everybody needed to white knight for vici gaming why did they force them how dare they how dare they force them to play two series in a row that is competitively not cool <laughs> meanwhile it's the teams were like yeah we like it better this way <laughs> sometimes it goes to show that you just don't actually know what's happening yeah sometimes you should just shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? Another one was. Uh, so, so Miracle had that that problem, right? Miracle uh, had to take uh, a bit of a break because he was sick of some kind. Uh, they they were starting the draft of game one, and the Enigma uh, ended up pausing and and walked off the set. Oh, it was actually after the draft, and we were already in the game. So they they kind of walked off, and uh, apparently it was because Miracle was feeling sick. Um, and we, uh, I think we on broadcast, we said it was food poisoning. Um, but I, hear like rumor was that it wasn't actually food poisoning, but he just hadn't drank any water all day. He had just drank too much caffeine and not enough water. Yeah. (laughs) Taking care of your own body as an athlete feels like an important thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what. I, I again that's a that's a rumor I can't actually substantiate that but you know then if there are just like funny things that like things happen behind the scenes that like people don't really know about and I feel like one of the we play things was that they tried to uh teams players especially have a lot of power and tournament organizers really want to make teams and players happy but I feel like in some ways they they overdid it most notably with like Guys, you gotta pick up the. You, you can't let uh, these these breaks between games extend out to like forty minutes. It was, Dude, there, uh, there it was, was there were some times that there was thirty minutes between games in the same series. Yeah, yeah, it's that, that can't really be acceptable. There should be tight. TI has very tight admin schedules. I know, I know that they are like on timers because it's also the most competitively fair way, right? If everyone has exactly fifteen minutes, no ifs, ands, or buts, you have fifteen minutes. That's it. You know, then it also means it's the most fair situation. So, mm-hmm. but I, it makes know. sense for someone like we. Like I can understand the position of trying to make everyone happy. Like ultimately, they're trying to really like break into the space, right? Um. And and be the people everyone goes to of like wow they did such a good job and and I think that they earned that I think that people are uh, th- there's a recency bias right now because it just happened but I think people are going to continue to point to this as like one of the best produced most entertaining like they got lucky that they had good games maybe Sam's the grand finals like 
They had like good storylines. Like someone who casted that grand finals. Let me tell you. <laughs> you're like, Ooh. what a fucking snooze fest. It'd be like, uh, why did you draft this, Arteezy? <laughs> that was the only finals that I ever walked away from where I wasn't actually that tired. Normally, I'm really tired after grand finals because it's the end of a tournament. I'm finally done. It's usually a longer day, five a longer series, sometimes. right? Yeah, sometimes it's five games of casting. So I'm usually just exhausted. But that one, I was like, oh, not too bad. I can do another. <laughs> yeah, we got another best of five. Um. Yeah, I, I think people are going to continue to point this event. And, like, it's it's going to be hard not to stick in people's memories just because of the set pieces. I think mm. ultimately, like, you can talk about, ah, oh, they were, like, good to teams. Ah, oh, they were good to talent. Oh, they had, like, you know, fun graphics and a credit list with a bunch of staff. Their AR department was huge. Uh, the games were good, right? But ultimately, I think what people are going to be like is, well, that set was really cool. <laughs> people yeah. eat with their eyes. People eat with their eyes, and, and, and they got shown something different, right? Like, it broke the mold. And especially if you just compare it one-to-one -one with Singapore. And I think that uh, I think that they have some favors that were done by Singapore being what I would call, and this is, like, a little unfair because it was very much still, you know, COVID-restricted uh, more than We Play was, but, like, like, like a bare minimum major. I, I, yeah. I, th I think Singapore is, like, a minimum viable product for a major, and we should expect a little bit more than that. And we got the other end of the spectrum with WePlay. And I would be annoyed if I was Valve because I don't want people going, well, fuck, this is better than TI. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think that's kind of a legitimate problem. I think it is. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Because you, you can't, first of all, themes are always set up for good visuals, right? And TI can't really have like a super interesting theme per se, um, just because of the nature of the tournament. And you combine COVID stuff, uh, building up into all this, not having an audience. TI is just not going to feel the same as is. Um, so unless Valve, like, somehow steps up their game from previous TIs, I think, uh, this TI will just look not as good as, as we play. So we play might have screwed themselves on that regard. You don't want to piss off Valve. <laughs> God. We, we got to forget about the drama from early in the event. Like, I, th I think everything did, I mean, did you have, like, a pleasurable couple of weeks in kiev yeah i think um my experience was pretty good i think uh considering the circumstances which was that it was it's a major so there's going to be certain stresses inherently put into it there was a, a lot of moving parts very long days so that adds some additional stress to it um you know there's a lot of times where i was there uh, <laughs> relatively late into the day, you know, like 1 p.m., and it still ended up being a 13 and 14 hour day. <laughs> so it's it's like uh, that that was definitely a bit of a problem. Add on to the fact that almost every uh, yeah every single person there except for Effie had worked something just prior to this, which would be the DPC. Every single person was working something. Uh, even Gareth was working SA. I think he was working it from home, but you know, he was still working that. So everybody was naturally just a bit run down and tired as a result. So, uh, yeah. So considering that, 
uh, yeah, I think I think um, I quite enjoyed myself. We play took uh, very good care of us, and there's a certain satisfaction that comes with being a part of a really good show that gives you um, just good moments, right? Like for my personal brand, I got good pictures out of the event. I got a meme, uh, which is the fucking stalking picture. <laughs> You did that get a meme really out of that. I, I didn't watch the show between the before the grand finals. Is is that where that came from? Yes, the Wii show. They did a very good job with that show. It was, it was really great piece of content. I think. Uh, unfortunately, again, they apparently players were concerned about time or something, so the, they ended up cutting the show short. But I don't know why, because then they just went to a, a timer screen. So I, I've no fucking clue what's going on with that. But they cut the the show a little bit short, which was a bit unfortunate. You add another five minutes to give the conclusion to it, and it would have been perfect. But uh, same problem as the ending of the entire uh, major, I guess. Uh, you know, give another five minutes, it would have been perfect. But um, you know, it's just like there's a satisfaction as a talent of being a part of a really good event. So, uh, yeah, we play was fantastic for me. Uh, I got some fucking good stories out of it. Um, I got some some I mean, there was just, you know, it's it's nice to be able to be back in an event because you get to experience things. You know, I was telling you that was, you know, we, I, we don't really have stories to tell anymore because it's just you and me trapped in our covid and quarantining in our houses and we're not actually going out and doing anything so nothing's happening to us so uh yeah so i think all around great event great event i have a complaint about the event yeah what's that um uh mostly that uh enigma lost to eg and didn't make it to the grand finals to get enough dpc points to miss on the eu qualifiers so now the eu qualifiers (laughs) are uh, with Nigma and OG and Tundra and Liquid and Viking. Um, yeah. Which... European qualifiers and Southeast Asian qualifiers are going to be so high because of the two regions that did the worst at the majors, right? If you're a C fan right now and you're claiming, oh my God, bias, what are you forgetting about T1? We'll talk about bias in a second, but. T1 was the only team to secure an invite, which means every other Southeast Asian team has to go through those qualifiers, which means that it's going to be super high qualifiers. There's a lot of tough teams there. Same goes for Europe. So if your region does bad in the majors and fails to be able to get enough points, then as a result, your region is going to have super high qualifiers. It's uh, pretty interesting. I'm not in the slightest bit worried for the EU qualifiers. I don't think Liquid's gonna make it, bro. Not I'm not even the slightest bit worried about it. I'm not even the slightest <laughs> bit worried about it. I'm I, I you, you might be you like, have oh. a stellar record against OG, but that same record does not apply to Enigma. You guys are very, very even against each other. It's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm not worried. I am not I am not worried. And you might be like, it's like oh. a mantra. You just like repeat it to yourself so you can try and force yourself to believe it. I, it's going to be a really cool grand finals. It's going to be a really exciting grand finals. People are going to tune in and be hyped about it. And then people are going to be so fucking mad when Nigma loses. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm going to lap up all, 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 all that internet blood 
and then just just drink it like some kind of it'll it'll give me life. Um, I I will say unbiasedly, I do believe that Nigma. It would be better for Dota for Nigma to go to Ti. Right. <laughs> Fucking Kuroki can take a can take a goddamn summer, right? Like. <laughs> He, we need more stars in Dota, and we can't just keep relying on Zhao 8, Puppy, Kuroki, and Arteezy. Mm, mm, okay, okay, okay. Sure, 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 sure. I uh, Miracle isn't going to drink enough liquids or some shit, and then he's just going to be like, oh, sorry, guys, I can't play. Like, I'm not worried. Go all around. What, 9.5 out of 10, Major? 9.25? 9.25, all right, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Is, <laughs> is there any, is there, has there ever been a Dota event that you felt like you would have rated higher? Um, This is such a shit cop-out answer, but um, Alliance winning TI. Mm, okay, Ti three, Ti three was a was a big one. I personally thought Ti five was a very well ran event. I thought uh, I think it was Ti yeah yeah Ti five because I was on panel for that one. That's when they that's when they like Valve. That was the first time they put a lot of effort into the panels, and it felt like they came up with so many good bits, like the the puppet one, right? That was like a really good bit that they had. Um, we had the two split panels. For an example, the morning panel, the afternoon panel, um, I think that was the first time they did the drafting panel, or was that TI6? Yeah, that, no, that, that was the first time they did the drafting panel as well. So I personally thought TI5 was like a, a real 10 out of 10 event. From, But then again, I worked the event, so I didn't watch it, so hard to say. This event was a visual feast. This is yeah. probably the, the most visually striking event we've seen in dota yeah for oh. sure for sure and i think uh content pieces that they did were all very good they they managed to fit in there's content that didn't even end up getting aired um that was pretty good um yeah it's like when you have excess and you can't show enough that's usually a pretty good sign uh, big. F uh, so I was privy to and saw some of the behind the scenes of of uh, filming uh, OG OD's hype video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Neil and BSJ were sending pictures, and the fun thing ab about that 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 I learned is originally they asked Tsunami, uh, "You want to drive the car?" Yeah. And he's like, uh, they say that in the Wii show, by the way. They do. <laughs> mm -hmm. I see. I, I I wasn't even privy that that people talked about it, and they were like, "Yeah, well, um, you can drive a stick, right?" And that lion motherfucker's like, "Yeah, of course I can drive a stick." And then he comes so many messages me at night. He's like, "Hey, Joey, um, do you know how to drive a stick?" I'm like watching YouTube videos on it, and I'm like, "Dude, I oh, I no. have driven a stick before, a very limited amount. It is not it it is not really like riding a bike. You don't just pick that up just by watching somebody else do it. You need to practice it, and also not if you're going to be driving on a highway with a police escort. Yeah, yeah. Um." <laughs> Dude, how fucking cool! They were driving on a highway at night with a police escort with with within the in the fucking city. Yep, midnight to four a.m. I believe is the the filming time that they had. 
<laughs> which made for a very long night for those three. But, you know, they got a, they got a lot out of it. They got a hype-ass uh, music video with them doing a bunch of funny, crazy shit. It's a good time. It's a really good time. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I was really happy with the major. You were right, by the way. You were right about some things. Oh, I was so happy. Maybe about the Joey major. should be. Maybe Joey should be on a prediction. I'm, of course, his prediction on Liquid, uh, you know, that all goes terribly. But Joey was right about Alliance. He claimed that they would bomb out once again. They did. He claimed that SA teams were going to bomb out again. They did. I actually not again. Sorry, they, they were going to bomb out this time compared to last time. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe PPD really did help them a lot. Maybe, maybe, that, or maybe that... they couldn't change their style. That's my theory. My theory is that uh, they tried to change their style because they said they were going to. Right? Remember, part of that infamous interview that people had a lot of problem with towards the end of it. Uh, he calls out BSJ and says, like, you know, uh, you know, BSJ says we we can't like. Because he heard, he heard the build up to the interview, right? And he calls out Brian, puts him on the hot scene, and is like, you know, like Brian says, we can't change up our style or whatever. But like, if it works, like, why change it? And he says, we're gonna fix it up for the major. And I have a theory that they tried to, and whatever they kept trying wasn't working. And so they finally were like, fuck it, we're just gonna do what we did to get here. We're just gonna run it back and. <laughs> And unfortunately, it well, luckily it they looked like, great like, in the DPC, but it did not work. Like they had DK, that was like like Dragon Knight, like was still a thing that was functional and like a core part of their identity prior. So like they still kind of had something to to gleam onto that that felt really meta, right? But yeah, everything yeah. else was just too slow. Uh, yeah, I literally went back. I, I tweeted the uh, I was like doing um, some tweeting about the event and stuff. And as it was going on and I'm like, man, I really thought the Lions told us they were going to shake things up and stuff. But like, you know, and of course, I get them the benefit of the doubt. I was like, maybe they just found their style is too good. And after they lose, I go and look it up. And I'm like, I this looks exactly like an Alliance draft I'd seen before. Alliance versus Tundra. And it's literally the exact same, except replace Rubik, who is not a hero right now, or not really much of one. Uh, only really GH made it look good. Replace Rubik with Lion, who was very, very meta hero. <laughs> it was literally the exact same lineup. Just those four positions swapped out. <laughs> And I was just like, well, that's a good example of them keeping it the exact same. What a bummer. Um, like, I, I can meme on Alliance and say that, like, oh, look at me. I did a thing right. I guessed right. Like, whatever. That's that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of bullshit. I'll take it. I, I don't think that they were the best team in Europe. Um, and I think Nygma proved that they really turned the gas on. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, you know, good, good, good for them. And what a great time to do it also. Like, I'm glad that they're vibing. It's good for Dota to have Nygma performing well. Uh, you're, it you're, would have been good for Dota for them to secure an invite for sure. Yes, I. It would have been at like the behest of like Thunder Predator being kicked out, which I feel okay with. I think that Thunder Predators is very firmly a twelfth place team going into TI. 
Listen, I don't give a shit. I'll say right now, Nigma definitely, if they manage to like 100%, I would much rather have Nigma versus Thunder Predator. It's not because they're NSA. It's because of the fact they didn't make it to this major. It's always bad when teams secure the first major. This is why a long time ago, when Valve used to decide the invites to the international and it was entirely private, what I heard is that they would always uh, put more emphasis on the events that were right before TI. Because you don't want to invite somebody who won an event in fucking October to show up nine months later or whatever at your big international event and be invited because they won something nine months ago and haven't done dick since. So, like, they're just going to look terrible. So, Thunder Predator did well at the first major, which honestly, I think everybody was bad at, but they didn't even make it to the second major. And that, and then, you know, the teams that did beat them bombed out. So, you know, I would much rather have Nygma at, at the event because I think they're much more likely uh, to be a strong competitor. Maybe they won't, but, you know. Absolutely, and I would rather have another SEA team there too. Um, but it's but it's hard to say then like who are you losing, right? Because at that point mm-hmm. you're, you're doing like oh well you know this team isn't deserving, but like they are because they got the points that they needed to in the system that existed. They are deserving. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can bash on Alliance more and be like, they won zero sets at two majors. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's, are they are, that's are, are, are they better than 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 Nigma to be representing uh, Europe? I guess by the way that we chose every the way everything works, they earned their spot, and you cannot take that away from them. But if you told me to if you told me to handpick the best twelve teams in the world right now, I wouldn't put Alliance in there. I wouldn't put Thunder Predator in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh. It's definitely a problem. Honestly, the whole alliance thing uh, only ends up becoming this thing because of the the drama that happened earlier. But uh, there's definitely other teams you can apply that same metric to. It's uh, it's definitely weighting um, the DPC the same as an internet is an international LAN event is. Um, I think just inherently wrong. I think I talked about this last VP, time, right? Because you can talk about it for VP if you wanted to. Yes, they won yes, zero VP, yeah. series at at, at at a land event this year. They uh, have the most DPC points. Didn't they win one at the first one? They might have. I think they won. They, they won a lower bracket one, but yeah, this time around they didn't. Right? So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not great. The thing is, the international is in in a land event. It's not a long drawn out online affair. So you want teams who can perform on a LAN event, not teams who can perform online one week, uh, one game a week, you know? So it's uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, hopefully the system will get a little bit better um, for, for next year. I mean, honestly, I think Valve just wants to be able to incentivize teams to actually play in the first season and stuff like that um and for incentivize teams to try on the seasons and stuff like that but like i don't know if points is the right way i think you should literally have it so you have to sign up and you have to play (laughs) just you know just just strong arm them and be like no you can't take fucking the first half of the year off and come back just for ti you have to play in the dpc Dota is a game that is literally built around a, a like incredibly convoluted and intricate rule set. 
So why not just not mm-hmm. play the same logic as the DPC? Like, yeah. you can only be at the DPC if only no more than but one person on your team played, like, everything except for one season. Like, give give teams the room to maybe have, like, a replacement that didn't play season one but does play season two. But not more than one. Or, <laughs> like, make, make some complicated Dota-esque rules for the DPC. It'll be fine. People will get it. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm less than excited about the final invite list and that that is completely taking away uh my bias from from team liquid ultimately performing poorly right like if i completely take them out of the equation i think that there are teams who are probably an ounce more deserving um like like nigma's a shining example or you know maybe you can talk about spirit who didn't really earn it but looks like they might be close to potentially being at that level maybe i called them my dark horse they I describe a dark horse as not somebody who's going to win the whole event because that's just, I think that's dumb. They're very rare. Dark horses DC winning made events. It to, to grand finals. Yeah, like that's DC the is example. the best example of a dark horse. But like uh, in Dota, most of the time it's like, uh, yeah, 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 Ad Finum, that's, that's the other one. But it's like most events do not actually have that successful of a dark horse. I think Spirit actually did. I think, I think uh, you know, them making out of groups. The average expectation is probably them not making out of groups. And not only did they make it out of groups, they won a series in the playoff as well. So I think I was a little right about that as that, well. That, that tiebreaker game was really hard. Yeah, I bet it was hard to watch. Don't 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 get me wrong. I know that if Liquid wins that game, they're probably not winning another series potentially, or like there's maybe like a like a low tier lower bracket run. Maybe there's like one or two games they can win, like at most. But that mm-hmm. tiebreaker to get out of the groups after taking that game off EG was really hard to watch against Spirit. It it was it was uh it it, it, it was it was an emotional heartbreaky roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a rough one, man. I thought I was like, Spirit are no slouches. So after they managed to take that game, I was like, they are not out of the woods yet. But I was kind of hopeful for them. I was like, ah, I mean, you took down EG, right? <laughs> but no, <laughs> apparently not. EG took down everybody except for LGD. What a great lower bracket run. Oh, yeah. What a great lower bracket run. run. Insane run until they get to the grand finals and can't win a game. Not even the game that they were up by, like, 10,000 net worth in game two. God damn it, Arch. God damn it, EG. Why can't you just win that one game to make it look like the final was competitive? (laughs) I'm a big fan of the player cam of Ice 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 dead and, like, with his eyes closed back and, like, sleeping. Yeah, he's just passed out. Just taking a little nap, a little 50-second nap or whatever. You know, talking about players who uh, only play parts of seasons and, like, making sure that you, like, develop and change rules to evolve so that that's good. Um, Some news dropped today that I opened up and then actually let out an audible laugh to. Like, I looked looked at my phone, someone shared me an article, and I'm like, (laughs) it was my response, and that is... um, Ana retiring mm-hmm. again for the yeah. third or maybe fourth time. Yep. He has, uh, I believe he's retired for good this time around, or at least is actually thinking about retiring for good because, uh, so I had heard about this 
retirement a little while ago. Um, obviously, it was already kind of rumored because OG wasn't playing with Anna for uh, whatever thing, some other tournament or something. And uh, yeah, apparently, uh, that was part of the reason why I backed them was I thought, like, Anna's a special player. He's really good. But unfortunately, they showed up with Anna and he didn't look very good. Sounds like his heart just really wasn't in it. He tried to come back to OG and make things click again, but doesn't really seem like uh, he wants to really keep that going anymore. So it looks like we have seen uh, the last of Anna, or at least potentially the last. Maybe he'll have a change of heart a year or two down the line, um, but I don't think he. this is just a, oh, well, you know, we, it looks like we're not going to make it, so I'll just try again next season. You know, I don't. I don't think this is one of those situations. So that's kind of sad. Anna was Anna was definitely a special player, and uh, it uh, it sucks to be able to have a two time Ti winner just kind of bow out without like really much. I'm not going to say given back, but you know what I mean. Like something that continues on in the community. We like literally that spot feels like a void now, you know, two time TI winner just comes in, has this crazy story, wins to wins a TI backs out, doesn't do anything for the Dota community, like in the Dota community for a while, comes back, wins another TI. And then he's just like, now it's gone. And I don't think he has any, he seems like a very private person. So I don't really blame him for this at all, but it doesn't seem like he's really going to, do anything involving the Dota community. Sounds like he's just going to go back and live a somewhat normal millionaire life. So. As normal as it can be. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's a bummer. It's a bit of a meme, which is like almost a disservice to him because he probably deserves a little bit more than that, even though it is ultimately yeah. funny to go back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> is it better for OG? I guess yes, if if he wasn't yes. performing if, well. But if like, he wasn't performing and he wasn't feeling it, then yeah, it's absolutely better for them to try and find something else. And well, it looks like they already found there something else. So we'll uh, we'll see. The uh, rumors are that Samael is in Europe playing carry in pubs. Everyone's talking about that, so uh, we're just going to go ahead and assume that he's going to be joining OG because he was already on OG once. They split amicably. He's, there's no other team that needs a carry player, and there's no reason he would be playing any other role but mid unless the carry slot is the only slot available, and that all fits OG. I would, so. I would call that a safe bet because we do know that Boxy is going to return to Liquid for the qualifiers and potentially ESL if liquid do that. I don't know what's been announced or not. Um, maybe yes. If they're the, the whole roster of ESL one summer event has been announced has. as has the, as has the talent group, which we could talk about that in a bit, but yeah, they're, they've got 12 teams and they've got teams from all over the place. They've got T1, uh, basically some of the major teams, uh, the Chinese teams are staying here which I didn't see a Chinese team on that list, sadly, but um, at least T1's going to be there. Uh, Quincy Crew is staying, and they're going to be uh, in the list as well. So this ESL 1 summer event is actually going to be really hype, I think. That's that's dope. Uh, I'm excited for for the games there, for sure. Um, 
Is is OG on that? Um, yes, OG is on that list, and TBD on the carry player. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's Gorp. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, my worst nightmare would be uh, uh, would be Sumail uh, knocking Liquid out of the EU qualifiers. I would I I would I would hate that kind of poetic justice injustice. Whatever it is, it is going to be poetic, no matter what happens between OG and Liquid. Uh, it just that whole situation, you know. It's uh, it, have you watched uh, Ted Lasso? I have not, but it is on my list. Okay. All right. Well, uh, those of you who have watched Ted Lasso, it's like that final episode. Uh, they'll know what I'm talking about. But yeah, have, it, have you watched Inside yet? Inside, no. The new Bo Burnham special. No, I'm definitely going to, uh, oh, but I haven't watched it yet. Forward, I've watched two. I've watched two of the songs so far. I look forward to talking to you about that, but I will also okay. uh, abstain for look conversations for a later podcast. <laughs> Nice. We gotta stack them up. We gotta stack them up. Um. Yeah, I, I I'm excited for ESL. What what's going on with the talent list? Oh, it's uh, it's all men. We just had such a great time with 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 Shiver and Effie and and Moxie for for the last you know six months. You know what I've been thinking about is when you asked me. Remember when you asked me once? Would you ever feel comfortable working an event with only men again? And I said it tend, depends on the circumstance. It depends on how many people are being invited and all that yeah. jazz. If there's two and, people, uh, probably fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's uh, a lot of people. Uh, I, I see it's. I f it feels like almost like a campaign push. Uh, just a lot of people all of a sudden very uh, upset about this because there is five, six, eleven people. F. Okay, it's it's ten. Because they have JJ on that list. Obviously, JJ isn't going to be on-camera talent. He's the observer. So uh, he's on the production side. So there's 10 talent listed. Um, wait, there's nine talent listed. They threw Scriff in there as well. All right, there's nine talent listed, and, and they're all dudes. So, yes. Uh, so there's a bit of controversy about that. Um, of course, you'll notice of that list... Uh, all of those people, except for Purge, were at the uh, the Animator. And I'm presuming Purge is just going to be doing his Weatherman segment as he has been doing for the DPC from home. Mm -hmm. So um, that's, you know, so really it's just eight talent that were there from the Animator. And How there many of those is talent are the lot. people that were doing the, the ESL broadcast for Eastern Europe? Um, like not very group? many. Oh. No. Um, T governor, there's me and Kyle that are on their list, but we're not actually going to be there because we have been in the Schengen area too long. So we can't actually go back without a work visa. So we're going to be doing our stuff remote. Um, I'm guessing T governor, but it's actually a lot of new people. Um, a Y Lacoste, Jenkins, tsunami sons fan. None of them have worked any ESL before. Um, so it's actually a lot of new people. Tsunami is going to be the host. Um, and yeah, there's, uh, there's definitely a, I don't know. What do you think about it? Just give me your initial reactions. Nine well, people, okay. no females. At least they got one token higher. <laughs> you can't, you can't do that. You're reusing the same joke that just was used. I, 
I know. I'm I'm really glad that they both uh, leaned into that. That was uh, fun. Um, awkward but fun. Awkward but fun. Um, the the right the right energy. I think that uh, oftentimes you just want to call a spade a spade. Um, uh, I I would have to look at the list in front of me. I I, I like I am never going to uh, talk ill of Neil of Tsunami because we really are good friends. Um, so like, I am excited for him because I think ESL is like the last TO that he never did work for in the last couple of years. So I think that yeah. he's, he's, he's won his, his full circuit of working with everybody at this point. So like happy for him. Um, I think he generally does a good job. We talk a lot about his performances. <laughs> we, uh, we, we, we give notes. Um, the... Did you give him some of his drafting setup ideas? Because tsunami that's one of the things. Tsunami always, when the camera first goes on him, he's always got a bit. Uh, sometimes. I will I will take credit for zero of them, but I will okay, also okay. say potentially sometimes. <laughs> it's I like to write stuff. Um uh, no, he he's incredibly he he's he's he is funny. Um I I mean, why not did I don't know if they asked people and they said no. Okay, so that is a good response. Um, I, I see like a lot of angry people talking about this. Um, so, Moxie, I believe, same situation as me. Can't go back to the Schengen area. It's been there too long. If you want to be able to work TI, uh, well, straight up, you just can't go back, right? There's it's something like 90 days within 180. So working the two DPC systems uh, seasons makes it so we can't really stay in Europe any longer. So Moxie's off the list. Also, she's in the US. Uh, she didn't go to the anime major, right? Uh, Shiver declined the event. Um, and Effie is Jordanian. And as far as I know, ESL has this event has had uh, a lot of last minute uh, planning, so there's no way they're going to get her a visa in time. Uh, they also, as far as I know, probably didn't even watch the broadcast of uh, of the animators. They may not even know who she is. Um, so that, that would, is the that one. would be disappointing for me. For and sorry to cut you off. Like you should just be watching your competitors' stuff. I think so too. Um, but you know, uh, that part is what it is. But yeah, like so, the two obvious ones: Shiva and Moxie. Um, there's an actual good reason for that. Effie, I think there's probably a good reason for that and that it's going to be hard to get her a visa to go to Sweden. So it's, uh, that th those are the, those are like the first automatic three, right? Because one of them has worked with ESL before and the other two just worked the animator. And so it's easy and cheap for ESL to be able to bring them in right afterwards, right? They just go from one event to the other. Super easy. Flights from Kiev to Sweden are going to be not expensive at all, right? Uh, so, I, I mean, I personally think that this, uh, it, once you understand that, it makes sense. Um, it speaks but, to the problem of that, like, okay, so you named three people, and one of those people is, for all intents and purposes, brand new yeah. right so we're talking yeah. about a pool of three people out of a pool of maybe if you're being generous 30 talent that exists 
You're, I, I would say that less than 10% of talent, active talent in Dota, are female. Uh, yeah, there's there's a couple other names that you could um, throw in there, but... You can toss out, like, I mean, I know Kips did some DPC casting for China for, for like, yeah. the Beast stream, and she exists in the space uh, and, and is active. I know that um, if, if you wanted to, you could almost certainly pull Sheepstick in some capacity. Um, yeah. And Even I though she so, has too. not formally been like on broadcast, as far as I know, like there's probably a world. Uh, yeah, she 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 did the Moon Duck stuff, but um, I wouldn't really rate that as like a major event of any kind. Okay, so I'm up, I'm up to five, and that's not. I know that there are quite a few women in the Chinese scene, um, but like yeah. I'm I'm up to five, and that's stretching with two and with one brand new person. So like, yeah. What what are their options? Like, are they just gonna force someone for the sake of forcing someone? That's probably not the right play. Um, but I I think that overall, like, it speaks more to the lack of diversity than it does like ESL doing something icky. Yeah, exactly. That was my general thought. Right. This this comes down to a diversity problem as a whole, and I don't think I think it's like really unfair for people to call out ESL specifically in this regard. Um, because it's not like there are many tournament organizers uh, like taking risks on talent in general, right? So I um, think I guess uh, also we, I'm uh, uh, who was, was it Sumi who was hosting for Singapore? Sumi Chu, yeah, she was that, hosting. That, that is also, yeah. I mean, I, that's probably not a realistic option for if they only need someone who's a host. They are like hosting is that that's not a realistic option. But you should also probably put her name forth as like a potential person. Yeah, sure. She she did uh, PGL, and uh, um, yeah, I won't I won't like go into that bit. But um, I think all around, it's it just says more about the fact that there is a general problem, um, and that is just something that's going to be going on. Um, and I think a lot of people are putting this uh, too much on ESL. They're a company that's just going to grab the the people that they see at uh as you know being tier one and tier two and are at events and improving themselves on camera and the of that list that you were just talking about like kips um i don't think she's worked a major event yet um what was the other name that you put in that was not sunichu sheep oh yeah sheepstick right and she did the moon duck events but she hasn't worked like a, a major event so um i don't know it definitely i the one thing I would really like is just um, what I like about Kips is that I really think she does put in the work. That's the thing. It's like, I can't criticize her for like, okay, maybe she needs to like put herself out there as a potential hire more. Cause she's doing all the work she's, she's putting in all these online casts. Um, and that's just like, them's the breaks of just, there's a lot of people who put in the work doing online casts and making that jump from getting hired to your first event and then proving yourself on camera to continue to keep getting hired. Um, there's there's just always a, a, a large gap. I could just as easily Yeah, I could just as easily make an argument like against ESL. Um, it, it's not like my, my first conclusion, but like I wouldn't fault anybody whose perspective is well, it's on ESL to choose diversity, even if that means that they're not getting their first choice in talent. Um, you know, and I think that we're seeing more and more of that, less like in the 
Dota casting space, but it might be something that more and more people are privy to, like with their probably westernized workspaces, where uh, like like companies are are intentionally choosing, um, universities are intentionally choosing uh, like diversity, and sometimes like at the detriment. Oh yeah, e- ESL of, of is actually. Candidate. Sorry, I got. I can actually speak to that. I know ESL is actually pretty well known for hiring a lot of women for their just general work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's just an unfortunate situation. Bit of a shitstorm for them. That uh, a a year, two years ago, there's no way that there would be um, this kind of um, anger directed towards them. But um, the space has changed and. You know, that's uh, something you got to be aware of. That's why they call so. it progress, though, right? Because yeah, exactly. Know, it's it, and you know, it's changed for the better, for sure. Um, so I saw, <laughs> I saw, I retweeted. Uh, she she put out a, uh, I think a rather opportune time to tweet. <laughs> she just tweeted out her credentials for being hired, and it was like it was like her Twitch description god gamer 7k sheepstick or something like that yeah. <laughs> i thought it was funny um i'm gonna share with you something um uh-huh. that, that i don't want everyone to know but um i'm recording this in the middle of 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 a, of a work day and uh I'm, i might have to go you gotta go to, to, to taking some right, sometimes sometime, sometime soon so i I I know that we have more to uh to touch on both stuff that like happened and probably like you know No, it's okay. I I got to go too because my taxi um to the airport is literally in half an hour. Oh, you should get prepared for that. I uh, will yeah. we'll be back next week. Cap will be in America. We can we can talk on a normal time zone without 13 thousand hours difference it'd be a good time mm-hmm. we got more dpc stuff to talk about i got funny stories on a post-it note over here that i haven't shared yet look it's, it's this one it's right here um that, nice. I've, that, I've, that I've been saving um and and we will uh thanks everybody for for hanging out with us and i hope you enjoyed the animation not that i have any stake in it but i just think it was good uh and uh hi, we're on the road to ti we're officially we're on the road to ti we're on I the road fucking i mm, if i do not find myself in sweden i'm gonna be so mad <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. <laughs>